Hey, y'all. This is Jesse Bell, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. We ought to just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist oh. and they're nice, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I'm a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a moment, as always, will be the lovely Laura. Folks, we thank you very much for tuning in tonight, wherever you're listening at and however you're listening to us. We certainly appreciate your support. Our studio number is 213-816-1605. Got two great guests on tonight for you, folks. We've got Jack Jameson will be on the show here coming up in about 20 minutes or so. And in the 8 o'clock hour, we have Chip Day. So uh, we're pretty excited about uh, having these guys on. My phone has been ringing, folks, as well as Laura's has, pretty much all afternoon, some last-minute stuff, some some last-minute announcements. And um, we want to get uh, all the pertinent information out of the way so that you can contact us. Our Twitter address is at from the Armory. All of our uh, overseas listeners our stream can be heard at www.fnxnetwork.com. We certainly appreciate all the support that they showed us this past week. Some of you may know that we had a, we didn't have, but Blog Talk Radio and several other podcast sites had issues with iTunes and the RSS feeds, and a lot of episodes didn't get posted until three, four days later, including ours. Uh, the best of my knowledge this has been rectified and the episode will be available from itunes almost immediately after we go off the air uh we would also urge you to check out uh one of our friends in the business strong style life clothing you can find them at www.sslclothing.com and without any further ado the girl that makes the rockin world go round the lovely laura that's right, and, and don't you forget it. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm a tweeting. You're a tweeting. Like I normally do. <laughs> okay, well, get ready to tweet this out. Okay, are you ready? You got your your thumbs all limbered up. You ready? Yes. Okay. I received a message before we went on the air from the management at PWX to go to PWX. ProWrestling.com dot 
com, they have a huge announcement on their front page of their website in regards to November's show. So go to pwxprowrestling.com right now and check out what the announcement is and tweet us back because I'm too busy to get on and do what uh, do anything else other than what we're doing right now. pwxprowrestling.com. I think you broke the internet, Bob. Why? Because <laughs> I can't get on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I did. You know, because our show is heard globally with thousands of downloads every week, and we thank you for that. But as soon as the Internet is fixed, I'll get Al Gore on the phone. We'll fix the Internet and go to pwxprowrestling.com. The second, yeah, the, the second thing, before I forget about it, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Laura. I've got this stuff scribbled no, down. I, I got another message today to let our listeners know about AIW's show on Sunday, November 9th, 3.30 bell time. Drew Myers, Mr. Elite Drew Myers versus Trevor Lee, uh, along with – Yep, along with a whole other – uh, with a whole card, I apologize. I do not have all the information down. Just wanted to try to get out the pertinence for you. Sunday, November 9th, 3.30 bell time, Greensboro, North Carolina, 219 West Lewis Street is the address. It's so, UIW. I'm sorry? That's UIW. It is UIW. You know what? I've got AIW on the brain because we were talking about <laughs> AIW last night. So... Right, Ugh. right, we were. My, my apologies, folks, my apologies. UIW, Sunday, November 9th, 3.30 bell time, Mr. Elite Drew Myers versus Trevor Lee, 219 West Lewis Street, Greensboro, North Carolina. Again, I apologize. There, folks, there's just too much going on. I'm scatterbrained. I'm like a, well, uh... I'm like a cat in a rocking chair factory right now. I got too much going on got to watch where my ass is. So. Well, I hope your ass is that lump three feet below your head. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so as well, Laura. I hope so as well. You yeah. want you want to tell the uh, listeners our Facebook info? <laughs> Certainly do. It is facebook.com backslash live.armory.nine. And I'm on the PWX website, and yeah. I don't see... The only thing I see is like when you first bring it up, it talks about the world's cutest tag team that are okay. you know coming to P- PWX in November. But mm-hmm. I, actually, that had already been announced. That had so been I announced. It, if... It's something else. I know that it's something else, and maybe you know we were told right at seven o'clock. Maybe uh, the update to the website is a little slow. We can check back on it in a couple minutes. I was told that it was a big announcement. So you know maybe we'll oh, the uh, refresh. What's that? I just got a I just got a text message. The site is stalled. So we'll we'll come I'll keep checking as the um as the evening progresses. I'm sure, you know, PWX is never um, you know, wrong and things like that when they say they're gonna do something. They do it, so we're just gonna wait for the site to unstall. Uh maybe everybody hit it at the same time because they thought, well, you know, seven o'clock we're gonna you know, here's something big, so um, mm-hmm. maybe that's it. But like I said, I'm seeing that the world's cutest tag team, which is 
an absolute wonderful thing uh, coming yeah. to PWX, and I'm so excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited that my BFF, Caleb Conley, is back in um, PWX because I bought a new shirt of his. I'm so excited. But I'm also excited that this is going to be your first PWX show, Bob. I'm you're going to get to see what I talk about and gush about every time I come back from a PWX show. Yeah, we've already uh, I've already been in contact with the Winston-Salem Police Department, uh, <laughs> letting them know that uh, my entourage will be arriving in Winston-Salem, uh, and I will be at WrestleCade, I will be at Queens of Combat, and I will be at PWX. So for uh, the hundreds upon thousands that will line the streets of Winston as I roll through, Waving. Oh, my Jesus. You'll at least know what the traffic jam's all about. Speaking of traffic jams. Delusions. Uh, of- no, not delusions. Not delusions. <laughs> uh, wrestling news sites continue to elaborate on Jeff Jarrett's GWF promotion, calling it the new NWA. Uh, Jarrett's going to be involved in New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, November 8th show in Osaka, Japan. And many, myself included, feel that this is the lead-in into the Wrestle Kingdom show, which is rumored to be uh, shown on pay-per-view on January 4th in the United States by Jeff Jarrett under the GWF logo. And the hot new rumor is that Jim Ross will be doing commentary on that show. Now, I can't confirm or deny it. That's what I've read. Uh, This all goes back to, to weeks ago talking about GWF and the whole thing, and I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Everybody knows what, what I said, and it, it's come to pass. So that's that. Um, You're wrestling genius. Absolutely. And speaking of, of genius calls, Michael Elgin showed up for Ring of Honor in Lakeland, Florida, and told the fans the only reason that he was there was that ROH threatened to sue him if he didn't show, according to George Coles, our good friend from the Heel Heat Show, who was at the Ring of Honor show in Lakeland, Florida. Sure was. I guess, El- I guess Elgin tried to lay down in the ring and let Caprice Coleman pin him. Uh, that didn't go over well. Uh, from everything that George told me, the segment lasted 10 to 12 minutes and was not received very well by the ROH fans. Now, everybody... People started sending me messages saying, uh-huh. Bob, Bunkhouse Bob, you said Michael Elgin was going to show up in Lakeland, Florida for Ring of Honor. No, that's not what I said. What I said was the whole thing felt contrived. Contrived. Does anybody here have any idea of what the definition of contrived is, I don't see any hands up, so I'm going to presume that that's a no. So what I'm going to do for you folks, because I'm interested in your education, is that I'm going to get out my handy Webster's Dictionary, and I am going to tell you what contrived means. Contrive. Manage. Bring about. Invent. Invent. It's invented, folks. Forced. Contrived. It's not natural. Do you feel me? 
Come on. I know exactly what you're talking about, Bob. I know what you mean. Contrived. That's what I said. Okay. I know what I say and I know what I don't say. I never said that Michael Elgin was going to show up. I said it seemed odd to me that a promotion that someone had quit from would promote him being on the show after he had already quit, and the whole thing seemed contrived to me. So that's what I know. And I do know that worst-case scenario was at the Ring of Honor show. What did you hear? My brothers. Um, George Cole said they came out and that, you know, of course they're not – familiar to a Ring of Honor audience. They're not, you know, they're not in Ring of Honor, so no one really knew who they were except for George Coles, who was cheering for them like there was no tomorrow. And he said that even Ethan and Eli had looked over, you know, at him while he was cheering for them. Um, They did really well. They made a good showing. Of course, they were facing Moose and, oh gosh, I can't remember the other dude's name, but, um, you know, they were used as quote-unquote enhancement talent that night. But still, they were in a Ring of Honor ring wrestling, and they were out there and being exposed to, you know, a Ring of Honor audience. So we want to wish, worst-case scenario, the best of luck in getting into Ring of Honor. And the Tommy Thomas, of course, with the Aunt Esther fur piece that he wears. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to ask George. You'd have to ask George, Laura, but I'm almost positive that when we read that off, that that was being taped for TV. I'm almost positive. I I believe it was a TV taping, so that's awesome, because not only are they going to be exposed to that Ring of Honor audience there in Florida, they're going to be exposed to the Ring of Honor audience throughout the Sinclair broadcasting system. So we just want to say congratulations uh, to two of the best wrestlers I've seen in a very long time. Always entertaining, move of the night, Best thing going as far as tag teams go, I think. You know, worst case scenario, congratulations, guys. No, I, I, I agree with you. Hats off to them. It'd be a good showing, and uh, you know, they'll be on the you know they'll be on Ring of Honor TV through Sinclair Broadcasting, like you said. It will also probably be aired as an online episode on uh, ROHWrestling.com. Oh, yeah. We just have to keep an eye on it and let people know when it's up so that uh, they can check them out. Yeah, we're so excited for them. Can't say enough good things about um, uh, Ethan and Eli. Two of the best people out of the ring, in the ring, you know. And with mm-hmm. the Tommy Thomas, uh, it's it's an unbeatable, unbeatable combination. But we'll talk about the Chikara show that I went to in Gibsonville on Saturday night. And uh, breaking news: just want to announce that. The PWX website announcement will be there by 7.30. There's some traffic issues, which, of course, probably everybody is um, probably bombarding the website for that big announcement, but it's going to be there at 7.30, folks. So uh, just hold tight. It will be there. Um, So I want to talk about the Chikara show that I went to. Um, But first I want to address a little issue that was going around on Facebook. A couple workers who were there, and I'm not going to name names, um, had put out on Facebook that it was the worst show they'd ever been to, wrestling show, period. And the way I look at it is that 
you like what you like. If you don't like it, that's fine. I happen to love five dollar wrestling. Some people that I mention five dollar wrestling to, they look at me like I've got lobsters coming out of my ears. Well, why do you like that? Because I just do. But I'm telling you what, I've never <laughs> this promotion is so fan oriented and family oriented. You can't even curse. You know, normally they say holy shit. No, no, not Jakara. Everybody chants holy poop. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a drawing. It was called Raffle Mania, and they um, raffled off a um, Jakara iPay-Per-View uh, poster. Uh, I mean, and they had <laughs> if it was a contest that if this wrestling match had a body slam in it, we all got a prize, and the prize was an I Am Chikara sticker. I mean, that's pretty good. Shoot. Mm. I ended up with two. Some guy gave me one because he said that, you know, I was Chikara. Okay, whatever. So entertaining. I was entertained from the first match to the last match. Um, best thing there, really, was a guy named Ashley Remington. He has this sailor gimmick going on. Yeah, I saw that picture you had with him. That's pretty cool. (laughs) He, I mean, seriously, just so incredibly good. And I just want to mention uh, one thing, that Terry Houston was there and his girlfriend, Crystal. Hey, guys. Um, And we both think that Ashley Remington and Zane Riley have got to have a match. They would be the most entertaining match absolutely ever. And I've been tweeting to Jakara a couple of times, going to do it some more. Book Zane Riley and Ashley Remington. It, it's, it, the match makes itself. I mean, so hilarious. Two spiders came out of the uh, ring, and the spider got involved in the match because it scared Ashley Remington to death, scared the referee to death. It was just, it was hilarious. And, uh, the Colony was there, Jimmy Jacobs was there, Eddie Kingston was there, Icarus was there. Just a whole lot of fun mm-hmm. um, to be had. Um, cannot believe that um, I had so much fun. It was my first Chikara show, and I knew a little bit about Chikara. I didn't know a whole, whole lot, but it's interested me in their product. Um the, the the ticket was a little expensive. It was forty bucks for ringside. Mm-hmm. They sold that place out. Wow! There was and it was not a very big arena. Uh, the Sportatorium, MetLife Sportatorium, is not very big, but they sold it out. And for the money, I was well entertained. So everybody, if you have a chance to go see a Chikara show, go see a Chikara show. You will not be disappointed. I absolutely, positively loved it. Scale of uh, one to ten. I thought it was a ten. Okay. All right, Maura. I'll be right back, and uh, you know what to do. I know what to do. We're going to talk about some West Coast wrestling connection. The WCWC. They're going to have TV taping Saturday, November first. The bell time is one p.m. at the Bob White Theater in Portland, Oregon. They're also going to have TV tapings on Sunday, November second. The bell time is five p.m. at the Hout. Middle School in Salem, Oregon. NWA Elite Championship Wrestling, Saturday, November 2nd in Homa, 
Homa, Homa, Homa, Louisiana. It's 5 p.m. bell time at the East Park Rec Center, scheduled to appear Byron Wilcott, Andy Dalton, John Saxon, the Purple Haze, Americos, and more. You can find out more by visiting www.elitechampionshipwrestling.com. We'll talk about Fireball's Grindhouse Show. Justin Fireball is a friend of mine and can't um, can't keep a good man down, so we're going to talk about Justin's um, Grindhouse Wrestling Show. It's called Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos, speak Spanish. The show's only 12 bucks, 18 and up only. Satan is going to be the GM. Would you expect anything less? This show is going to be a wild party. There's going to be pro wrestling. There's going to be live music from the fill-ins, Dr. Serpenstein, and Porch Mob. I wish I had named a band Porch Mob, but anyway. There's going to be go-go dancers and the very sexy and lovely Patricia V. Kellen. It's an open contest for the ladies, cash prizes for the first and second place, $4 tequila sunrise drinks. Can't beat that. The matches are as follows. El Zeno versus Johnny Ryder. Mean Dean Richards. I didn't know he was going to be there. Oh, man. Um, and Marcus Mason are going to take on Big Country and Craig Huffman. I'll say a prayer for you guys. Um, Sleaze is going to take on Ronnie Nicole, and I wish I was going to be able to make this show for that match right there. I would love to see Ronnie Nicole stomp a mud hole in him. It would be hilarious. James Drake, previous guest last week, is going to be there. He's going to take on the Salem Center Six in a ladder match. And earlier, I think I had posted that I thought Ronnie Nicole and Sleaze were going to be in a ladder match. So, sorry, guys. Sorry I got that mixed up a little bit. But um, Jake Manning is going to take on Zane Riley. How can you beat that? I mean, the Man Scout is going to take on the Party Manimal. Um, Fireball and... Uh, Previous guests, uh, Mosey Camus and Hardcore Terry Houston, all three of them actually are previous guests, they're going to have a three-way dance elimination street fight. Anytime you've got Terry Houston in a street fight, you know it's going to be rough, guys. So I really hate I'm going to miss this show this weekend. It is at uh, the Tremont Music Hall in Charlotte, North Kakalaki at 400 West Tremont Avenue. It starts at 7 o'clock. Um, you can't... You can't beat that. Um, I'm back, Laura. Okay, okay. Let me um, let me see what I can do as far as um, that little situation right there. Okay. Um. You ran down, you got the fireballs, right? I'm sorry, folks. We're just sitting here, you know, just popping popcorn and, you know, eating Pop-Tarts and all that. We're having a little trouble getting uh, Jack Jamison on the line. We're going to try him back here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I did want to uh, did want to talk about something else that I saw uh, when we were talking about Ring of Honor. I got two things on Ring of Honor I want to throw at everybody. Um, the first thing, and I put a post out on this, was uh, Ring of Honor announcing that they have uh, reached a licensing agreement. And I made made jokes of it, you know, action figures, dolls, you know, whatever. Uh, but Ring of Honor has reached a licensing agreement, and I'm trying to get the post pulled back up. 
because I'm, you know, behind in the times here as soon as I can get it. Uh, yeah, Figure Toys Company. Uh, Ring of Honor announced uh, a uh, partnership with Figure Toys Company, a licensing agreement to market and manufacture a line of collectible figures and accessories based on the wrestlers and the world of Ring of Honor Wrestling. And, of course, our good friend George Coles uh, said that uh, said that he was going to buy every one of them. And I, I, I don't doubt him <laughs> not one bit. And I'm going to get back on the phone in just one moment on the um, – on the Ring of Honor episode with Worst Case Scenario, I have been uh, been told uh, that it is supposed to, the tentative airing date is November the 8th. So uh, right. we'll keep our eyes open for that, and uh, I'll be right back, Laura. Okie dokie. Um, I would like to talk a little bit about WrestleCade. I'm going to be there. Uh, Bob's going to be there, as we've mentioned before. Um if you guys are going to be in the Winston-Salem area uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, uh, I believe there are a few tickets left for WrestleCade. I'm not exactly sure what section it is or what they entail or what come with, but you can't really beat this, folks. It's going to be the best, uh, the biggest wrestling event in the Southeast uh, for this time of the year as far as uh, legends, uh, current stars, future stars, a fan fest is going to be happening. Um, Friday night in Winston-Salem, the Jim Cornette roast is going to be happening with um, <laughs> Ricky Morton and the Rockhawks Express is going to be there. Stan Lane's going to be there. Sonny's going to be there. It's going to be hosted by Hurricane Helms. Can't beat this. Can't beat it. Um, Sunday, stick around for Ziggy's for uh, the Queens of Combat with uh, Tessa Blanchard taking on Mickey James. Uh, that right there is worth price mention alone, Pete. And also, um, you got it? Yep. Awesome. Continue on with your thought. Um, And then PWX is going to be that same day, a little later, with uh, the World's Cutest Tag Team. Uh, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan are going to be there. I don't know who they're going to face, but um, I'd love to see them face Worst Case Scenario. (laughs) You know, that would be an awesome, awesome match. If you're listening, Brian, which I know you are, so um, you know, come see us the weekend of, uh, after Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to be um, Bob and I are going to be tearing it up. Yep, be fat and sassy from uh, eating too much turkey. So you'll get to see me ten pounds heavier, I'm sure, folks. Uh, without any further ado, uh, we, uh, as promised, as booked, as billed, as guaranteed, we'd like to welcome to the show. Uh, Jack Jameson. Jack, are you there? I am. How are you tonight? I'm awake. That, that is how <laughs> I am right now. I'm awake. I, 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 strangely enough, we both know that feeling. We always have this mm. conversation before airtime about, you know, I am so tired it's not even funny. But we share, we, we empathize with you. How about that? Well, what's bad is... uh Today is my day off because I'm actually getting ready to move to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, you know, took a couple of days to spend time with my family before I did the move. I've literally done nothing but catch up on DVR, and I'm more <laughs> exhausted than had I gone out and done stuff. <laughs> I'm tired from doing nothing. I, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm on this diet – 
Like I was yeah. so like glued to my couch that I almost convinced myself not to make the salmon and instead just order a pizza. <laughs> and I probably would have done it had I not pulled the fish out to thaw. It's easy how the mind plays tricks on us, isn't it? Oh, no, it's just my love of pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Folks, uh, we have uh, independent wrestling star Jack Jameson is uh, on the line with us. Our studio number is 213-816-1605. Jack, on the other end of the line with us, as always, is the lovely Laura. Laura, you want to say hey to Jack? Hey, Jack. Hi. <laughs> Jack, uh, I know that uh, know that you got a move coming up, and we certainly appreciate you uh, taking uh, time out of your schedule to be with us tonight. We uh, we certainly appreciate the time. Um, yeah, you got it. Well, one of the things that I found interesting when I was doing prep work uh, on the show for your interview uh, was that it was listed that you were ACW tag champ with Paul London for 308 days. That's yeah, we had awful, those bad boys for a while. That's a long run, 308 <laughs> days. Yeah, well, it kind of helps when his tour of England happened right before my tour of England. So oh. it really panned out for the better as far as right. retaining titles is concerned. <laughs> Away traveling helps to extend the rain, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I hear you. Well, uh, what was it like working with Paul London? Because I, I remember uh, Paul London from, from Ring of Honor days and then, on, you know, uh, WWF, WWE, working with Brian Kendrick. And, you know, I always thought he was a phenomenal performer. But what was Paul like as a person? Oh, incredible. He literally became like one of my best friends. Like, we were inseparable for a little while there. Uh, and it was incredible because, you know, obviously we met when we started tagging, but we started, you know, hanging out outside of it and realizing we both have a huge appreciation of shitty horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, be rem- I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, what is your favorite shittiest horror movie? Oh, if I had to have a favorite shitty horror movie, it'd probably be Return to Newcomb High. It was so bad. It was so bad. I loved it. The uh, it's what's, funny that you, what's actually really sad now is that like I'll go to the movies like I went to check out Ouija and Annabeth and all that, right? And they're right. great, but they're yeah. not shitty. They're not right. shitty. Right. I well, love it. it. It's funny you should mention that, and I'm going to turn it over to Laura because my son was excited because there was the uh, AMC Fear Fest, the Halloween series was on last night, and he watched one and watched two, and then he got to the infamous Halloween 3 season of The Witch, which had nothing Mm. to do with Michael Myers, and he was just, like, stupefied that they even made (laughs) the movie. It's funny that you bring that one up, because that's actually my favorite movie franchise of all time. Right. My very first movie I ever saw when I was a kid, my mother tells me, was Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> classic. So, uh, but, I mean, I understand what they were going for with it. Like, you know, obviously Michael Myers is the boogeyman, and they've painted him as that for years. Right. But as soon as they killed him, they were going to try and, like, spawn it off into other things, such as, like, you know, Seasons of the Witch and all that stuff, which... 
confuses me, at least that's what I yeah. read in the interviews, but what confuses me is it had absolutely nothing to do with witches or the season of witches. No, it had to do with the masks and the silly shamrock commercial in corporate America. You get it. it you know what I'm talking it about. It made me feel like they watched a shitload of Goosebumps and decided to turn <laughs> it into a movie. <laughs> I hear you. If you actually you. watch it, it looks like a grown-up Goosebumps episode. Yeah, I I can't. I, I, I watched five minutes of it, and I told him, I'm like, dude, this is one of the worst movies ever made. I have no, I have no idea <laughs> no, to stand it, here. It's, it's not a terrible movie, actually. If you go back and rewatch it, it's not a bad movie. The only reason that it's quote-unquote shitty is because it has the title Halloween on it. Yeah, if it had true. a different title, it probably yeah. would be a cult classic, and I would put money on that. Right. I get you. I get you. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Laura. She's got some questions for you, Jack. Sure. Shoot, y'all watching all that scary mess. The scariest I get is The Walking Dead. Ah, I watched that just a minute ago, actually. So, which did you just watch this past episode? I did. I did. I'm all caught up. So, what did you think of that whole, and sorry, folks, if you've not watched uh, Sunday Night's Walking Dead, you might want to just not listen to this for right now. Um, I did give an alert. Exactly, I did give an alert. So, what did you think of that church scene? That whole murder. it (laughs) It was cool because they knew he was coming. They knew they were coming, excuse me. And oh, yeah. what I what I really liked is, you know, Rick usually is like the voice of reason within the group. And yeah, because of fun. what they did to Bob, there was just no mercy. Like they butchered them, and it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, there was loved. I've, yeah, I think we slowly seen Rick's descent into you know I'm not the sheriff anymore. You know, when he bit that guy's throat out, you know, and then well, after Terminus... That was just him being a dad at that point. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think that just kind of started the snowball kind of rolling downhill. And, you know, at ter- after they got out of Terminus, he's like, you know, we got to go back. You know, they can't live. They're not allowed to live. And mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to kick the rest of the group saying, you know, you're listening to Rick sometimes because thanks to him, you know, Bob's missing a leg. Uh, thanks to y'all, I should say. Bob's missing a leg. But, you know, anyway, I, digress. I just want to ask you one more thing. Who do you think's in the woods with Daryl? Uh, I don't know right now. I don't I know because there have been so many times in the show where you where they're like building up like it's going to be someone you've right. known and then it's someone completely different and they just build it back up. They're good for that. I don't know. I mean very well it could just not it could be Carol as you know and she got like infected or something. That was my first thought when he was like, "All right, come out." But my first thought was, "Oh shit." Carol's a zombie, and he couldn't he right. couldn't get himself to kill her. And and he's like leading her like Michonne was those two. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Morgan. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I think it but is. But I don't know. 
and the reason I think it is just the way he introduces this person because if it were Carol and she was not zombified, why would why would he tell this? Why would he tell Carol come on out to Michonne because Michonne knows Carol, you know. The only reason I thought that though is because something happened to Carol, and that's why she's like hiding. Right. Right. And that's the, again, it was just my initial gut. Like, obviously, give it about a day of just stewing in my head, and I'll probably have some finger point picking. But as of <laughs> right now, I'm just like, <laughs> literally, I was uh, watching the most recent uh, American Horror Story freak show uh, when y'all called. Right. Oh, sorry about interrupting your viewing. I, I don't watch that. Like I said, the, the oh, you're uh, the good. No, group... it was, it's it's on demand. I'm golden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not golden because I didn't get my pizza. Wow. Well, you know, such is life. It's true. I'm moving to St. Louis, which is like a stone toss away from Chicago. So I will definitely be getting some of that pizza. Heck yeah! Oh, Chicago I will say pizza my... is the best. My favorite Chicago moment is uh, I carpooled with uh, Rich Swan, Lindsay Dorado, and the Bendejos. And we oh, went God. to uh, Dreamwave. Really? Uh, yeah. And so, of course, me being a diehard Green Bay Packers fan, like, oh, would find any opportunity I could to take pictures with my Green Bay on. Like, I was wearing this big jacket and, this, and hiding my hat. And then I'd be like, I'd grab uh, Swan and just be like, I right, dude. Ready, set, go. And I throw the jacket on the floor and take the picture and then put it back on before anybody noticed. One time I got caught. <laughs> but one of, my really, one of my really good friends, uh, he wrestles as uh, Chi-Town's finest Mr. B. Is a diehard yeah, Packers yeah. yeah, he's a diehard Bears fan, obviously. Uh, so yeah. I like to give him as much shit as humanly possible. Because, you know, the Packers did bend over and decimate the Bears this year. And we will be playing them uh, this week. No, wait, no, we're Whatever. off this week. Next week, next week. See, I'm a Bears fan too, so. Well, you disgust me, and I hope you get <laughs> I, I've got nothing. But I insert insult here. <laughs> Thank you. I, I so, so appreciate that. Um, I, I am going to ask you about the Green Bay Packers here in just a, a little bit. And um, yeah. I do have a question because, you know, some people might not be familiar with, um, you know, anarchy wrestling. So um, can you describe what anarchy wrestling is all about? Anarchy Championship Wrestling is uh, based out of Austin, Texas. And, uh, like, a lot – of names have come through or been developed. ACH is actually from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Paul London was there. We were tag champs. Um, Hero's been by. I mean, the names are endless. Cesaro, Brian Danielson, all those guys have been through there. Um, but my favorite thing about Anarchy is that it takes its name seriously. There, there are no rules. Like, and I, but it's not like every match is hardcore. It's just, the, I guess you could say the referees are far more liberal. Yeah, I guess they would have to be. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it was where I had my first no-rope barbed wire match. So, you know, it kind of sucked. 
it's it, it you know it sounds like it it, it would you know more than just kind of suck yeah <laughs> um, I may or may not have scars on my back for the rest of my life. Well, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. I just wanted to wear spandex and you know explore the world. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> That's funny. It's really told you about uh, barbed wire, right? <laughs> I'm a server, and uh, <laughs> you know everybody will it'll it'll get brought up every once in a while, and it's always the same thing. They're like, "Oh, well, what do you do outside of this place?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm a pro wrestler." They're like, "Oh, like UFC?" I'm like, "No, I do, <laughs> I do the real shit." <laughs> yeah, it's not that MMA stuff for me. Yeah, no, I do the real stuff. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> you trained with Lance Storm, right? I did. Talk to us about that and how tough was it and what are some of the things that you took away from that time that still stick with you today? Huh. The Storm Academy was like no other experience I ever had. I, you know, moved to a completely different country for three months. Um, had never been to Canada, had never, ever been there. And, uh, the, I love Calgary. I love it. If I could own a house there one day, I would. Uh, it's the only place that I've ever been to where you're crossing the highway to go to the grocery store and the cars on the highway stop for you to cross every time. What? Every time. Mm. Um, it was cool because... Uh, Storm offers a house too, and um, you know you pay you pay the the housing costs obviously, but uh, it's a five bedroom two story house, and uh, I just uh, we had I would say the smallest class that Storms ever had. We had six, and then one of the guys quit halfway through it, so we had five, which was awesome because there was so much one on one time and attention given from Lance. Um, but that's actually how I met one of my best friends who wrestles in London as Steve Burden. Um, him and I just had this house to ourselves. And, oh, wow. you know, it was awesome because when I was there, it was probably the heaviest I've ever been. I was about 240 pounds. I'm 5'9". So obviously the numbers didn't really add up in my favor. But we would walk to class every day, which is about a 30 – 40-minute walk um, oh. in the snow, and uh, we would go there, train, come back, and then a little bit later we'd go work out. And this was about five, six days a week. We trained five days a week, but we would hit the gym six days a week. And uh, lo and behold, I left Calgary Wing 205. Wow. I can see why. I, I, can... I have since packed on a little bit more weight. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but Eat some. It's that pizza, right? Uh, oh man, don't even don't limit it to just pizza. <laughs> um, no, but Storm's training was awesome. Like, I I learned more in just the first week than I had anywhere else. Like, Storm really does teach you to the fundamentals and to respect wrestling in and out of the ring. Um, he tells you stories of, you know, his time in wrestling and what he experienced. And, you know, he gives you 
he doesn't say like this is how you know in life anyway like this is what you must do you may not do this or this but he tells you stories that hopefully you kind of understand where he's coming from but yeah it was it's cool and then you have people that come in and you know from former classes to come train um like we had uh she wrestles as Taya Valkyrie actually just won the triple a women's title uh but she would come in and train with us uh some of my really good friends we bonded because we're like oh you went to storm academy i went to storm academy like mm-hmm. uh aaron solo rio o'reilly um yeah just to name a few so i mean this but storm puts you to work like you get in there and you bust your ass and he's, he's actually like, a pretty funny guy, too, isn't he? I mean, oh I've read his, his all, tweets yeah, on Twitter versus the persona that you saw on TV. He, he's he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah, you think you're going to get the serious straight-facedness. And don't get me wrong, that version of him exists, and he does show up. Mm-hmm. But, God, a majority of the time he was, you know, when we were out of the ring, he would play and joke. And like, I remember there were a few times in particular – that he said something or a classmate would say something and without even thinking I said that's what she said. Like we're in the middle of class. Mm-hmm. And so look like and he gave me this look like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and so of course I'm like, Oh shit. And like I I'll never forget it was maybe a month and a half into into the class. I said something and he had someone in a wrist lock and without hesitation he looked right at me and was like that's what she said and it, it may have been the <laughs> highlight of my entire three months <laughs> yes that's right ladies and gentlemen I've gotten the last term to see that's what she said I will now retire and take my place in the WWE Hall of Fame now <laughs> that's right that's what she said um mm. <laughs> you know I've seen that you've participated in inter- intergender matches and We've it's a topic that we've talked about a lot on the show and we've talked about it with guests and I was wanting to know when you're in the ring with a woman, do you give them a break or you just treat them like one of the guys? I look at it this way. What is the point of a wrestling match? To win. I'm not gonna let her True. win just because she's a girl. Well, that's but <laughs> that's to fair, be fair enough. I've, to be fair, one of the most brutal matches I've ever had outside of my Nura Barbar match was a one-on-one match against Angel Blue um, where she tried to cut my beard off. So, of course, (laughs) the only respectable thing to do is put the scissors to her forehead. And then she repaid that favor by kicking me off the balcony. There you go. There you go. So, uh, don't get me wrong. Do not think just because I'm a guy that I automatically am going to destroy a woman because I got kicked off a balcony and it sucked. <laughs> but I've actually been I I enjoy that. Like actually, one of my best friends, Leva, is uh, Leva Bates is one of my uh, tag partners. We are actually a team called the Mega Man Powers, which would be a playoff of Mega Man and the Mega Powers. Right. And it's fantastic. Hey. Mega Man. Mega Man Powers. Mega Man Powers. Okay, well, like I'm trying to tweet this out, so 
My, uh, we had a match. It was myself and Leva against Angel Blue and JoJo Bravo. And right. Angel Blue is known for her uh, colorful language in and out of the ring. She uh, may or may but not have called Angel. a little boy, you know, in so many words that he was into the same sex, if that makes any sense. Yep. Oh! And uh, yeah. so Leva, being the Mega Man power that she is, absorbed her powers in the match and for some reason couldn't stop cussing at that point. But she had Tourette's for a little while. She did. She, had, she absorbed Angel Blue's power. Normal, I love that. Normal I absolutely love thing. that. So um, you talked about moving to St. Louis a little bit ago, so what's up with that? Well, I mean, I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Texas, quite a quite a quite a few cities here. Um, and I mean, the name of the game is exposure. The name of the game is getting out there, and there's so many more opportunities in the Midwest than there is in Texas. I mean, hell, Texas, you could be driving for eight or nine hours and still have two more hours till you get out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yep. Okay. It's true. I did a I did a show in El Paso, and it was it seemed like a longer drive than the drive from Tampa to Chicago. Jeez. I get it wasn't. I mean, clearly right. but just that was like that a nine. I believe it was a nine and a half hour drive versus the fifteen hours. No, it was eighteen hours to Chicago. And, but, you know, at least that drive, you're getting scenery. I had, you know. Some boys. Yeah, I had the boys. El Paso is just boring. Like, you literally, oh, El Paso itself is great. But the drive from El Paso to Austin, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. Everybody, we are currently being joined by my cat, Phoebe. She is here now. <laughs> she is for some reason. <laughs> She for some reason is pissed. I don't I don't quite know what's going on here. He's a cat. Use my kitty. It's apparently National Cat Appreciation Day or something. It is. It is. Happy National Cat Appreciation Day, Stevie. It is. I also have a little kitten named Frankie, and I have two thugged out guinea pigs, notorious P. I. G. Piggy Smalls and Two Pig. <laughs> <laughs> There they are, if you were curious. awesome. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, um, they're, real quick, I want to ask you about uh, being a stockholder with the Packers. You know, I've heard people say this, and I think Adam Pierce is too. Um, Good. What does that entail, and, and what are the perks of that? Uh, every beginning of the year, I get an envelope, which is filled with a code which allows me to be a part of the uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, yearly meeting, which kind of strives towards what they're going to do this year, what they need to do, not as a team. Obviously, that's Mike McCarthy's job, but as a program. Like, the very first year, obviously, me being the Packer geek that I am, I totally got on Skype and listened in on it. Mm-hmm. But what it is is like, you know, oh, what can we do to better – Lambeau Stadium. What do we need to add to it? What can we do here and there? And you know, it's now granted my stock is very small, but I still get to vote. There you go. 
That's I love it. it was, I'll never forget. It was actually my younger brother's idea. Uh, I uh, it was they posted it on Sports Center one day. They were just like, "Yeah, everybody, we're gonna be." You know, I guess they just brought it to light, basically. But they were like, we're going to be selling stock for 250 a share, blah, 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 blah. So my brother being, you know, who he is, got all my family behind my back and went ahead and, like, got them to pay for it. And, of course, my happy ass is like, you know, guys, I have about $500 in the bank. I think I'm going to buy some stock in Green Bay. And before I did it, they had to ruin the surprise and tell me. Oh, man. Uh, no, fuck shit. I I got stuck in Green Bay. I was gold. <laughs> <laughs> What's actually well, funny is I'll be uh I'll be moving in when I go to St. Louis, I'll be moving in with Bolt Brady and uh a wrestler named Jeff Gant. Bolt Brady is a diehard Patriots fan and we may or may not be playing them on November thirtieth. So it'll make it'll make for an interesting game. Yeah, because you yeah, and interesting uh I'm sure dynamics in the house for a little while. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll I'll be there for him when they lose and he cries. Cuz that's just the kind of guy you are, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> a genuine sweetheart. Yeah, that, exactly. I could I could tell that by your first Facebook t- uh picture I saw. Um <laughs> what I want to ask you about um, this weird T-shirt I've seen a lot. Of you wearing a lot of pictures. Uh, it's you try to get this Bucky's chant going on. Um, well, I don't try to get the Bucky's chant. They chant it for me. It's the greatest place oh, on they earth. For you, okay. Yeah, it's the greatest gas station in the world, and we only have it in Texas. <laughs> That's right. That's and, right. I literally, I've had whenever a wrestler comes to Texas for anarchy, I make them go there. Or if I'm on a road trip, I make them stop. Like, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. It is going to happen. I've had, like, God, Leva's gone there a million times. Solo Darling went there. Mia Yem went there. Jenny Rose went there. Yeah, they all had to go. You know why? Because, you know what, I wanted to better their lives, and they're better for it. Well, one of my one of my dearest the, friends. He's like a he's like a brother to me. Uh, uh-huh. Aaron Epic. Aaron Epic. Yeah. He would have you convinced that uh, Wawa's is better. Aaron Epic. Right. On this topic, you can go fuck yourself. That's not true. One bit. <laughs> but I love him. I love him. But in this topic, he can fuck himself. The battle of the service stations. Oh, yeah, and That's then like Davey Vega's over here like, oh, Sheets is awesome. Shut up. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was Gary J. Gary J. said that. I think, I don't know what Davey Vega, uh, Davey Vega just hates anything that Jack Jameson likes. Mm. I've learned this. That's, That's okay, great. because at the end of the day, Bucky's is better. There you go. Jack. Right, Fiba. For our, for our listeners that that may not be familiar with you, what's the one thing about Jack Jameson that you want listeners to know about you that they may not know? My finishing move is called the donkey punch. <laughs> okay. Um, Anything no, else in the sorry. wide history that is Jack Jameson that? <laughs> I mean, we've pretty much covered it. I've. The Storm Academy graduate, 
uh, tag champs with Paul London. Mm-hmm. Um, Fan uh, of shitty horror I movies. Mean, love the shitty horror movies. Uh, yeah. Green Bay Packer fans. Yeah. Oh, that's an understatement. God, I don't know. Follow me on my Twitter at at Project Manarchy, and I promise you, you'll 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 learn about me in like a week. Quick how to guide. Side story: I've been an Android user since Androids were invented. Right. Uh, I was all geared up and ready to get the, the Note Four, as I was planning because I love my Androids. So of course, you know. I go there. I've I pre-ordered this phone three times, and something always goes wrong. Something always happened where the, the order got canceled. So finally, I'm like, damn it, I'm just going to go to the T-Mobile store myself. So mm-hmm. I get there, and I'm like, just give me the Note 4. We'll put everything in the past. I don't care. I just want my phone. But of course, they don't have any. So <laughs> me needing a phone, I got the iPhone 6. I, I'm new to this cell phone game. So I'm not, I'm still like, I look like my grandpa, like sitting there like with the phone going, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do anything. It's doing something. I'm not sure what it is. It's true. So you, you didn't, you've never had an iPod, like the iPod touch or anything? Cause it's. Yeah, I had an iPod touch, but that's just the music. Like I got that down, but as for like, I mean, now, I mean, it's been about a day and I've been playing with it. I'm not that that technologically unsavvy. But, you know, now I'm finally starting to understand what's going on. But that first couple of hours, right there. I just want to download this app. Why do I have to give you my credit card? <laughs> yeah. Why? And why can't I go why can't I go and and download music for free? Why do I have to go through iTunes? There you go. That's uh I it's an, I will also it's a mystery say, wrapped in an enigma. It is. I will also say that I may or may not be the world's biggest anime fan. Ooh, what do you like? Oh, man. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood will always have a special place in my heart. That's a good one. Um, I'm really big on Naruto right now, Naruto Shippuden. I actually just mm. had Naruto-inspired gear made. No way. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm just now getting into Helsing Ultimate. Uh, One Piece, I no. love. One Piece is good. Yeah. One, One Piece. Piece is really good, but I have Crunchyroll, which like is this app that the hour after the anime has aired in Japan, they dub, they sub it and put it on Crunchyroll for you. Wow. Crunchyroll, um, that's what it's called. Crunchyroll, yeah, it's an app. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna look into that. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> one of my one of my buddies here, uh, Scotty Santiago. Got me into the, it's 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 a small it's a small twelve episode anime, but it's called Wanna Be the Strongest in the World, and it's inspired by Stardom actually, the pre- professional wrestling company in Japan. Mhm, mhm. But it's really really good. It's about this like pop singer and her band. They're like this huge pop band, and um, I don't want to ruin the details, but basically they decide to go you know, for a publicity stunt, go and try out pro wrestling. And uh, they realize it's much harder than they think it is. And she ends up falling in love with it. it. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's so good. I'm going to have to check that out. It's so good. I totally recommend it. Um, Bleach, I just finally finished Bleach. 
Bleach is good, yes. Um, God, what else? Bob, are you totally wrong? I, I thought we were talking about Josie and the Pussycats, but keep carry on. <laughs> close, 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 yeah. close. You're 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 yeah. almost there. One Piece, Josie and the Pussycats, same thing. Same thing. Exactly. That's not true at all. I, I lied. I'm sorry. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack, what 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 events do you have coming up that people can come out and see you at? What what what's your what's your schedule like? I have um, Anarchy Championship Wrestling's Fun, Fun, Fun Fest next weekend. Um, obviously, I took this weekend off so I could, you know, move and take my time. Um, I have, yeah, Anarchy Championship Wrestling Fun, Fun, Fun Fest, where we will have my favorite match, the ACW drink, Skylar Skelly drinking game. Uh, quick synopsis of that, anytime, a, whatever the said move is, is hit, mm-hmm. all the wrestlers and the fans have to drink. Uh-huh. I would like, to, I would like to think that I think I posted this on Facebook the other day. But every, if you look at a, a handful of pro wrestlers, they all have their signature matches that they've never ever won. Uh, Undertaker has buried alive. Kane has an Inferno match. Mankind has Hell in a Cell. Jack Jameson has never won an ACW drinking game. <laughs> I'm in it every year, but I've never won it. Um, but you've never won it. I also will be uh, a part of the ACW Lone Star Classic. believe that is November 16th. Um, I've actually never been in a Lone Star Classic. Like last year, myself and Paul defended our titles against the Submission Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this year uh, I have a shot at the heavyweight title. Very cool. So, uh, believe I have London, England, January. I think I'm leaving the second weekend in January. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, as of now, um, in two Saturdays, I have RSWF in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. That, I believe, is the only thing on my plate for now. Still a very busy I'm, guy. It's, you know. Right. I, it's a busy schedule growing a facial hair and not eating pizza. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 last thing we asked this of all of our guests, Jack, if you would be as so kind, if you could record a a little bump for us, if you could say something like, you know, this is Jack Jameson. You're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show or some variation of that. We would certainly appreciate it, and you can go whenever you're ready. That's what she said. <laughs> Never failed. Uh, this is Jack Jameson, and you are listening to From the Armory Wrestling Podcast. Do it. Listen to it. Do it, or I'm going to donkey punch your sister. <laughs> Jack, uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your evening and your DVR schedule to be with us tonight. We certainly appreciate it. You're welcome. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, Jack. All right. Y'all be good. All right. You too. And there goes Jack Jameson. He's a pretty funny guy. Oh, he is. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, 
very very colorful. Covered everything from wrestling, the horror movies, The Walking Dead, and anime, all in the span of 45 minutes. You can't beat that. No, you can't. You know who he reminds me of? Who's that? Zane Riley. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely you're right. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Uh folks, uh here coming up in just a few minutes we're gonna have Chip Day on the show, round number two. Uh, we hope you'll uh, stay with us certainly for that. And uh Laura, did you happen to hit the, the refresh on the PWX site? Do you know what's yes, going on there? This, this is a big one, folks. This is a big one. Magnus is coming to PWX. At Ziggy's on the in November. I'm trying to get to P yeah, let's see we broke the internet. Um it's gonna be at Ziggy's November twenty November thirtieth, Sunday, November thirtieth at Ziggy's in Winston Salem. Um, not sure who he's gonna be wrestling, it's not been announced, but this is a very rare appearance for Magnus. Um, you know, he's a TNA star. Um, get your butts to Ziggy's. November thirtieth, people. Bell time's gonna be five o'clock. Not gonna be Go ahead. I was gonna say you know, this is not something that he does a whole lot, you know. Yeah, you 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 were reading my mind. He does not take very he does not do very many independent US shows at all. Other than his T N A schedule and appearances overseas. You'll be hard pressed to see his name on a bill anywhere. So, you know, for the simple fact of him being here, uh, be worth checking out. That's for sure. And um, I did want to wish a longtime supporter of our show, Triple F, a happy birthday today. Absolutely. So if you're listening, Triple F, happy birthday. Um, haven't talked to you in a while, so I hope everything's going well for you. Um, and I hope you had a really happy day. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, good fellow, good fellow, good friend of the show. I know he's surrounded and, uh, knee deep in knee deep in tapes and, and DVDs. Yes, <laughs> he is. He always is. Um, wanted to mention something that I forgot to talk about uh, when I was talking about Jakara. After the show, uh, Cherry Houston and Crystal and I were uh, standing around talking with uh, David Funk, uh, author of the blog All Funked Up, uh, and we were talking to Ophidian, uh, one of the stars there of uh, Chikara, and uh, he was telling us about traveling with Freight Train and Jake Manning in England. Really? And yeah, and he he was like, you know, Jake kind of blends in, you know, but you know when you see, a, you can't miss Freight Train, you know, and he, right. he had a wonderful time with Freight Train. He's like one of the best people ever. And we're like, well, you know, tell us something we don't know. But it was just hilarious because I mean, how random is that, you know? Right. To talk to someone who traveled with Freight Train, you know, on his adventures in England. That's very cool. That is very cool. You want to go on and uh, run down these uh, other events while we're waiting on Chip to call us? Yeah, let me go ahead and do that and get caught up here. Okay. Pro Wrestling Syndicate is going to be Friday night, which is Halloween. Uh, uh, 6 p.m. signings, 8 p.m. bell time. And if you hear Chewbacca in the background, that's my phone going off because Twitter is 
flowing <laughs> up. Um, it's Chewbacca, and I'm a nerd. So. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, see, you hear that? Um, I, I hear it. I hear it. The entire world has heard it. Um, sorry about that. Um, uh, let me double check on something uh real quick, like Bob, because I okay. think I'll I'm right in telling I, you I, yeah, I, can, I think I'm right in telling you what I told you, but yeah, if you don't mind going down that yeah, I, sure I, I got it, I got it. Yeah, uh okay. Pro Wrestling Syndicate, uh Friday, October thirty first, six PM. They're gonna have some signings for uh some folks that are gonna be there and I'll tell you who they are. Uh, the bell time is 8 o'clock. It's at the Rahway Rec Center in Rahway, New Jersey. Uh, scheduled to appear, Abyss, The Wolves, Homicide. This is pretty cool. The reunion of Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray. I don't believe that they're competing. Uh, I believe that they're going to be part of the uh, 6 p.m. signing group. Uh, New Jack, Eddie Kingston, Tony Nese, and more will be there. Again, that's Pro Wrestling Syndicate, and that is Friday, October 31st. Um, CWF Mid-Atlantic presents Fallout. This is Saturday, November 1st from the Mid-Atlantic Sportatorium in Gibsonville, North Carolina. 7.30 bell time. Scheduled to appear as Roy Wilkins, Trevor Lee, Manny Garcia, Chris Lee, Brad Attitude. And they're also going to have a uh, tag team gauntlet match. That should be pretty cool. You can find out uh, the info on that show at www.cwf247.com. And the last one that I have is Laura's favorite promotion, CZW Presents Cerebral, Saturday, November 1st, 7.30 bell time at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Scheduled to appear on that show, uh, Papadon, Joe Gacy, Eric Corvus, Black G's, and new CZW champion Sozio will defend against Biff Busick in a no-rope barbed wire match. Info for that you can find out at www.czwrestling.com. And I know that you had some information about uh, Milestone. I do, I do, I do, I do. And unfortunately, I got off that page to look at something else. It'll take me just a second. Milestone is having their big event this upcoming um, uh, Saturday. Um, It is going to be a little different. It's not going to be in the Hickory National Guard Armory. It's Mm -hmm. actually going to be at the Wizard Saloon in Hickory, North Carolina. It's an 18 and older show only. Um, they're going to have some live music there as well. Um, it's called Southern Slaughter is what this show is called. Mm-hmm. And um, there's going to be tournament ma- an eight-man elimination tournament match matches with thumbtacks, Legos, barbed wire, forks, broken glass, and light tubes. Oh, to yeah, first round matches are going to consist of Mike Levy versus Tristan Ramsey in a 10,000 thumbtack match. I just saw Mike Levy at Chikara. He and uh, Jason Dentino, two, two mm-hmm. nuts. Um, Rusty Rodriguez is going to take on Trey Chaos in a Mexican fort fight. Oh, my God. 
Colt 45 versus Maniac Mondo in a fans bring the weapons match. I've always wanted to, want to go to one of these because I've wanted to like go to the Dollar Tree and get cheap uh, pans. Anyway, um, Belton Creedmoor is going to take on Matt Raby in a drunken death match. Sexual <laughs> matches are going to be a barefoot mayhem, four bags of things that sucks to step on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, only a milestone. Um, four bags of things. Four. God, Look. what a what a what a name for <laughs> folks! If you can't tell, over here at the old bunkhouse, we've broken out the uh, bunkhouse Bob stain remover and cough elixir to help uh, ease on through the last forty-five minutes of this program. It helps. It always yep. helps. Um, another match is going to be the Boards of Destruction. Four, bo- four boards with hurtful things on them. And the hurtful final will be every <laughs> four boards with hurtful things on them. I can't yep. make this up, folks. Uh, and the finals will be everything glass. There will be um, there will be broken beer bottle glass, glass Christmas balls, panes of glass, and light tubes. And um, just wanting to let you know, um, we will be getting a call in about five minutes. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that's the uh, that's what we do, folks. When uh, we do this show live every week, we've been doing this show live every week for I don't know, it was this forty three forty three weeks now. Yep. And mm-hmm. you know, we uh, schedule we schedule people to appear. We try to maintain, you know certain timetables, but not everybody can adhere to the timetables. You know, I mean, it's not their fault, you know. People get involved in stuff, and, uh, uh, you know, that's just the way that it goes. So we appreciate your latitude, and this is what makes our show unique because, uh, as you all know, our production budget for this show is about 63 cents. And, uh, you know, it's just more or not. $14. We like fourteen dollars and having thirty seven cents, you know. Um, dang me, dang me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just me and Bob here, peeps. So, um, you know, just gotta hang tight. And you know, it's wrestling, and not everything that's, goes as planned. Y'all ought to know that's that. Right. That's right. We don't have any fancy commercials to play for you. You're not going to hear a sponsorship advertisement pop in for. You know, fantasy football or whatever. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not uh, sponsored by any particular promotion, entity, anything like that. We've got a couple of cool partners that that we recommend. FNXNetwork.com. I want to thank them again for carrying the load for us when iTunes crapped out on us last week. Thanks a lot, iTunes. We appreciate that. and also Strong Style Life Clothing, www.sslclothing.com. You can check out all of their wrestling shirts and their legacy line of wear. Uh, pretty cool site, and they've got some uh, pretty cool shirts out there. So make sure that you check them out. Um, where was this Where was this milestone show at again, Laura? I was laughing too hard at at some of the names. It is going to be at the Wizard Saloon in Hickory, North Carolina. Wizard Saloon, and that's at, North. Mm-hmm. It's at 651 21st Street Northeast. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very, very cool. true. Except except you're not half as excited when I come out as when Caleb Conley comes to the ring. <laughs> kind of offensive. Kind of offensive because I have better hair than he does, but it's okay. It's okay. We can work on that. There you go. There you go. I I will work on that. I promise, Chip. <laughs> Chip, you've you've been pretty busy as of late. Uh, been traveling up and down the roads, wrestling in uh, AWE, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, and PWX. Uh, what else has been going on in Chip's world? Man, um, I've actually taken some advice that people have been trying to give me ever since I started my career for the past six months now. I've actually been in the gym uh, working out, uh, trying to get the look of the athlete because apparently, apparently my work's already there. Um, so I'm just trying to get in the gym, man, trying to stay busy. And then along with being in the gym, I'm just, I'm just trying to travel to any, any show anywhere that will have me. Uh, cause I mean, publicity isn't going to come to me sitting on my couch here in Atlanta. You're, you're one of the, probably one of the best kept secrets in indie wrestling, you know, because <laughs> it's like, you know, see Chip Day's name on there. And they're like, have you seen Chip Day? No, but I see his name. You know, and it's like, you know, the guy can wrestle. The guy can go. He's lights out. You know, how do you, how do you, you know, that, that's that's one of the things. Um, you know, moving north to south, you know, going up and down the coast, uh, is there a big difference in the crowds, Chip? You know, is there something that that you do or don't do based on the geography of where you're at, who you're wrestling for? Um, You know, you hear you hear guys talk about it all the time, and it's, uh, there's kind of a start, well, not so much anymore, because I, I think crowds are starting to kind of become more sophisticated and, and kind of smartened up to what what good wrestling is. Um, but traditionally, like, you you do more character-driven, walking, talking stuff, punching and kicking down south. Um, they don't, they don't care about your moves. They don't, they don't care if you can do a double moonsault and then give someone a German suplex, and then roll through that, and then give them a dragon suplex, and roll through that. Uh, right. They don't care about that in the South, man. They don't care about it. Um, they want they want to see you tell a story. They want to see two people fighting, and they want to know what they're fighting about. Um, in the North, you could. In the North, they like they like a mixture. It seems of cool moves. And in story, but like you watch some of those early Ring of Honor matches, man, and it's just move, 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 move. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to the outside now. Oh, dive! Oh, dive! And it's I I would compare it to northern northern fans are more accustomed to stunt shows, mm-hmm. whereas southern wrestling fans are more uh, drama based. Right. You, if, if that you makes mentioned. Any sense. No, and it, and it makes a lot of sense, and I want to get this from you uh, ad-lib on that. You, you know, you're talking about Ring of Honor, and one of the biggest criticisms that I hear from, I don't know, the, the broadcast journalist world, if you want to call it that, in Ring of Honor, is that Ring of Honor is too fast. But isn't that really what separates Ring of Honor from other promotions? Um. Yeah, you know, they've, they've got a totally different product, uh, totally different fan base. Um. And sometimes I, I I will watch my like I'll watch Ring of Honor and I'll be like you know if they just because I I'm a big fan of that style I tr- that's the style I like to work most um, I feel I'm I'm very well suited for that kind of strong style really athletic uh, type mm-hmm. of wrestling um, 
but it, it's something I've dealt with growing up in the South and trying to work that style. It's I was told from a very young age, you know, you can do all that, but as soon as it's like, okay, you land a good kick or a punch, you know, let let it register. Like, take that extra two seconds to let the fucking uh, mouth language. I apologize. Let let the fans hey, register want? and let and let them digest what's going on. You know what I mean? Because if you're going a million right. miles a minute. The fans are at the end of it. They're gonna be like, "Oh, well, that was really impressive because it was fast and it was cool." But like, that's not what I want. I want people to be like, "Oh, wow, I understood all that. I get it. There's a reason behind everything that he did, and I was able to absorb what what the reasoning was for all of it." Very cool. I feel so long winded when I get into long explanations like that. <laughs> no. No, it's fine. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, that's what you're here for, you know. Um, and then, and then, like, part of me feels like some cocky asshole because, like, I'm not, I'm not at that level of independent wrestling that, like, I feel like I should be at to be talking like this. But man, I've, uh, I basically grew up in wrestling, so I kind of feel like I have some right talking like this. Well, well no, it, 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 it's fine day. with us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and um. Speaking of talking, who's talking in the background? Because I can hear uh, voices talking. Yeah, yeah, those, that's actually my two roommates that you hear. Um, one of them is Siler Cross, and the other one right. of them is Adrian Armour. They're, they're lethal weapons, and they're my roommates, and we all just hang out and watch wrestling, and we all push each other. It's uh, it's a good, it's a good group dynamic I've got down here. Well, tell me, I said hello. I Hey, y'all, offend. they said, hey. hey. Laura said, you suck, Armour. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, don't tell him that. Shoot. Um, you know, the first PWX show that I saw you at, I believe, was in Thomasville. And you took a pretty sick fall that night. Um, but you always give it your all and always put your body on the line 100%. And, you know, you were saying you didn't feel like that, I guess, you could you know, talk the way you're, you're talking, but certainly doing that gives you every right to talk, you know, to talk the talk and walk the walk. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's, it's That's just something that's been instilled in me ever since I started training, you know, like, Jimmy Raven, Murder One, and Corey Chavis—they would all—they would all tell me, you know, like it doesn't matter if there's if there's a thousand people out there, if there's a hundred people, uh, you want to get your name out there, you better you better bust your ass like it's WrestleMania every single night. Um, and there's there's times I find myself kind of like phoning it in and being like, oh well, <laughs> brother, it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good brother match tonight. <laughs> but uh, like I try not to do that, you know what I mean? Like those people come and they right. pay their money and they want they want to see hard hitting, fast paced action, and I'm 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 not anybody to deny them that at all. So um, yeah, you know it's just it's just that mentality of, I mean, if, I I wouldn't want to pay money to to see two dudes start slow and taper off from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's it's not that's not giving people their money's worth. Exactly, and I'm curious as to where the effing part of your name came from. <laughs> um, I think I think it basically it started. It seems like it started in Concord at the PWX. Okay. 
Yeah, we did an iPay-per-view uh, called It's All About Me, and I wrestled Trevor Lee and Corey Hollis in a three-way. And it might have started before then, but um, it just randomly fans just – and it, it wasn't so nice. Uh, Brian has had to get on to people about it because of the t- uh, we used to tape for TV, and it they'd have to go back right. and bleep out fans saying fucking. Right. Um, so, yeah, it just happened, and it was one of those things where – Okay, well, they're doing this, so I guess I've kind of gained some of some of their acceptance. You know what I mean? And I guess it's it just shows that okay, well, this this is our dude, and we're gonna we're gonna show that we support him by obviously chanting that he is Chip Fucking Day. Well, you know, I got you know scolded by Adrian Roar on Facebook for not, you know, I tagged you in some posts for not calling you Chip F and Day, and I'm like, well, that's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I can't call him Chip F and Day and tag him. Oh, in I mean, post, you could so. totally call me that if I changed my Facebook name to Chip F and Day, right. like it's my like it's my middle name, which right. might happen. Right. Right. Well, I think you should. I, you got one vote for you should, so that way I don't get scolded by PWX fans for not calling you uh, Chip F and Day. Um, I was reading um, that um, you grew up. Uh, raised by a single mother, and mm-hmm. um, I did as well. And she absolutely loved wrestling, got me into wrestling. And um, I'm just curious as to who your mom's favorite wrestler is. Oh, man, if I if I don't know this, I would be – if I'm wrong about this, I'm going to be, like, devastated because I should know my mother's favorite wrestler. Um, professional, like – like growing up when when she was watching wrestling, I can only imagine that it was probably like Dusty Rhodes or Ric Flair or something like that. Um, right. Getting older, uh, I started to have like the Shawn Michaels phase, which didn't turn out to be a phase. It turned out to be this thing called life. Right. Um, <laughs> and so, like naturally, because I like Shawn Michaels, she liked Shawn Michaels, but right. it kind of it. Seeing him on TV and then hearing my mom making like animal growls and like, like oh baby, it, it's kind of, it was kind of weird, right? Um, so I would have to say like Shawn Michaels, but in every respect of the word, I honestly think her favorite wrestler is Chip Day. So I was go. gonna say I'm hoping it's her son, right? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it so, is because she um she showed up to a show that I worked a couple weeks ago and uh she had on like the coolest shirt ever it was uh it's it's just a bunch of script and it says uh you know most people are just lucky enough to meet their favorite wrestlers and then she turned around and it said i raised mine oh how cool is that yeah so like that 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 got me man like i i love my mom more than anything in this world and she's she's the reason i do what i do and Hopefully before long I'll be able to give back to her what she gave me and I won't I don't I don't consider I've made it until I can I can buy my mom a house. So that's uh that's that's the end game. That's that's the that's the end game for all this wrestling stuff is just to be able to give back to your mom. mom. How sweet is that? Um I did get a text from at Kenabruski, uh episodes with Chip F Ampersand dollar sign King Day were expensive. I guess he's talking about taking all that out. <laughs> there goes the budget. 
Yeah, there, there went the budget for the next couple of shows. I've got to bleep that mess out, but yeah, that, that's that, that's Man, hilarious. Can y'all imagine um, if I were to get the money that took that that were that like went to that editing? If it just went straight to me, I'd be so happy. You could buy your mom a house easily, right? Right. Yeah. Just just for people saying the word fuck. <laughs> Um, I know you guys are all into Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i a big Dragon Ball Z fan myself. And I want to know what makes you the Vegeta of the group. What makes me the Vegeta of the group? Um, It's, pro- it's probably the fact that I'm, I'm short. I'm the shortest one. I'm one That'll of the shorter ones in the group. Um, And apparently there's this... I mean... Well, I, I am king... I am. I'm the rightful heir to the throne here. Just okay. shush, the pr- shush. The prince of all Saiyans. Yeah, and and I'll I'll go ahead and say it, so these assholes don't have to say it for me. Yeah, there's kind of a sense of entitlement with me. Um, <laughs> I've been at it for ten years now. I've been busting my ass. I feel like I'm owed a little bit of something. But pro wrestling doesn't owe anybody anything, so I'm just gonna keep busting my ass and and hoping for the best. Um. I mean, Ring of Honor's running down here in February. If I do good enough and get to a camp, who knows? <laughs> so, step by step. But, yeah, um, it's my anger level and, and that little bit of sense of entitlement that would make me the Vegeta of this group. <laughs> and your hair a little bit, too, because, you know, you comb your hair over, but if you kind of, like, brought it up a little bit, it would kind of look like mm-hmm. Vegeta. Oh, and I'm styling it in the mornings now. Now that now since I've kind of gone with this like whole James Dean inspired thing, like it's it's ridiculous in the mornings. Like it's just dried, like hair glue, like sticking up. It's it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> if anybody's got any hair tips for Chip Day, Chip Effing Day, sorry, uh, you know, call in. Um, I I may you know, or may not take them. <laughs> depending depending on if your last name is Conley or not. Uh, oh, oh man, Caleb's hair great. Shot. <laughs> shots have been yeah. fired. Yes, yeah, shots. Have see, been the thing fired. is, is like, okay, so like, not a lot of people know this, right? But like, Caleb Conley and me basically started cutting our teeth in this business together at the same time. Um, and he was just starting down here in Georgia. Uh, he used to give me shit all the time because I had, I had what he would call a quote unquote emo swoop. (laughs) And then then this is when he was, this is when he was like full on in the, in the, in the underwear model gimmick. Right. So he would give me shit. Oh man, you got an emo swoop. You got an emo swoop. This, this, this. I give that dude three years. I don't see him. And then the next thing I know, he's got like swoopy bangs and. All this after having like terrible spanky long hair. No, no, no. I'm talking about Caleb making fun of my fucking hair. <laughs> and then, and then he goes and bites my style. Yep. So he told you you had an emo swoop. Mm-hmm. And then less than five years later, he he goes and bites my style. I mean, I guess if it works, use it, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> true. I mean, imitation is the most serious, sincerest form of flattery, so why not, mm-hmm. right? 
That's true. <laughs> he does have you not... in the gear department, though. His gear is sweet. Well, that yeah. and and you're and you're not having to use a, a a hair iron to flatten your hair, right? No, man, I got good hair. My hair is naturally fine and straight. Yeah, there you go. I, I, th- I think he may be using a flat iron, but I'm not sure. I can't swear to it. It smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> Something's on fire around here. I think it's your hair. <laughs> is that burnt plaster? Haters. No, it's just. It's hair product that I'm flat, flat ironing into my hair. There you go. Haters. I'm destroying Haters. my follicles seconds at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, ah. Lord. Speaking Run of emo, yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, your T-shirts always have, you know, like a rock band feel to them, and a lot of them are rock bands. Um, mm-hmm. well, who's your favorite band? Uh. For the last five years, uh, it's been a day to remember. Uh, they're a really good band out of Ocala, Florida, that have just like exploded in the last few years, and uh, they're really awesome. Like I, I got into them at kind of a kind of a really rough patch in my life, which I I don't I don't want sympathy or anything, but like I, I got bad off into drinking, so like it it was a 21 year old's worst worst like problem they could ever have. Um, and then right. I found them, and it, it was an escape that alcohol couldn't offer me, and wrestling was kind of, like it went hand in hand. Um, there's a song by a day to remember called. Uh, there's two songs actually that really connect with me deeply with wrestling. It's uh, one is called "The Downfall of Us All," and the other one is "If It Means a Lot to You." Uh, and if y'all have time, uh, go go listen to those songs because they are wonderful pieces of music. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite band, and I've I've actually had the plan for like the last six months to try and save up as much money as I could so I could have them play me out live at some event at some point oh, wow. in time. But I I I don't think that's gonna happen because those guys are on the road doing like world tours, uh... making millions of dollars. <laughs> so, I mean, which I mean, I can a guy can dream, right? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with dreaming. That's that's a pretty awesome dream. I mean, you could be, you know, you could have your own little CM Punk, you know, live in color moment right? there. I mean, that'd be sick if that happened at WrestleMania. Oh, look up at the sky. Please let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hands folded. <laughs> right, exactly. yeah. Hey, come on. Yeah, exactly. Either that or out like Sid Vicious when he's yelling Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> Um, Hold on, he's going to be proud of this. I got the Sid Vicious Goldberg reference in on this interview. Goldberg! You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Jimmy Rave was one of your trainers. Can you tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about what happened, you know, that led to the breakdown of your friendship that has, you know, spilled over into uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment? Um, you know, Jimmy had a few personal issues going on in the last few years uh that I thought I thought he'd gotten over I thought he'd he'd beaten those demons um but I guess one of those demons that he didn't beat was uh was jealousy and oh, uh and, and doubt and doubt um because the thing of the, ma- the fact of the matter is is Jimmy walked out on me because I was unable to get to him to make a tag in a tag match 
and he just walks out. And where I come from, that's not how you deal with your problems. You don't run away from your problems. You face them head on because at the end of the day, and you can run all you want, but if you come back, they're going to be there. Um, so Jimmy just keeps running, and the more he the more he keeps on running, I'm just going to be slow lumbering Michael Myers. I'm going to be right there keeping my pace, staying right behind him. Because you see these white women in the Halloween movies. They run and they run and they run and they trip over nothing. That's what it is. Jimmy's tripping over nothing. <laughs> we were just talking about Halloween with Jack Jameson. <laughs> See, Halloween allows for such great references. <laughs> like like when Jimmy Rave thinks that he's gonna be he's gonna be the roles are gonna switch and he's gonna think that uh he's got me killed. It ain't going to happen because he's going to look down out of the window, and I'm going to be gone. And then that crazy old scientist, that old guy, is going to be like, oh, no, he's gone, he's gone again. And I just made this really weird with Halloween references. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's part of the course. You know, Halloween is Friday night, so, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll I gotta... go with it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, you know, your style... Or styles of wrestling, it seems to me, have been influenced from everything from, you know, the Japanese pro uh, pro-resu, yeah, say that uh, three times fast, to catch wrestling. Um, and you said, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, it actually turned into your life. Besides, other than Shawn Michaels, who has been your biggest influence on your career um. or on your style? Wrestling-wise, um, I'd have to say it's a weird mismatch between, like, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy, Davey Richards, and AJ Styles. It's, like, a really weird amalgamation, but, like, I've taken I've taken stuff from each of those guys that I admire about them, and I've tried to apply it to my, to my style of wrestling. Um, right. And you know, I've been calling myself Wrestling's James Dean for a while now, and I've I've tried to take some of some of his attitude and just carefree kind of kind of living and kind of try to apply that to wrestling and and actual life. And uh, I, I I'm kind of excited to see where where this goes because I I think it's something different, and I don't think uh, a lot of people have seen anything like it before. So um, I haven't got into it full bore yet, but uh, it's it's coming. Well, and do you think that's why that you're really popular, especially in PWX, because you know, uh, and in Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, because it, you know, you are so different. You do stand out. <laughs> um, that's actually really encouraging to hear, because uh, most of the time I just feel like just another dude. Um, I I oh, think, no way. I think I think people connect to me uh for the simple fact that uh you know, I'm I get down on myself about it a lot, but at the same time it's a really it's a really big positive for me. Uh I'm I'm easily relatable to because I'm I'm a normal person. I don't look like I just stepped out of a Calvin Klein shoot, you know what I mean? I don't look like like I'm going to be in a polo cologne ad hugged up to like Kristen Crook or something like that but god that'd be awesome um <laughs> yeah i've got a, i've got a crush on Lana Lane from Smallville 
It, it happened. Oh, um, yeah, I love Smallville. Yeah, her and um, my other my other crush is um, Katrina Law from Spartacus and Arrow. Yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. But yeah, um, I think I, I think that's what it is. Is I, I'm easily approachable because I'm not. In wrestling, you kind of have to have this larger than life like presence, and and like I can bring that out, but at the same time, I'm just. I'm Chip from down the street, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, so, that's true. You're, yeah. just, you're just Chip Day, right? Yep. Well, that Chip fucking day. Sorry, Chip Brian, fucking day. you have Sorry. to edit that out. Uh, we don't edit anything here. Yeah, we went three <laughs> hours with Tommy. With, we went three hours with the Tommy Thomas, so you can imagine what that was like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> three hours. Yeah, we just let him talk until wow. Blog Talk. I'm gonna have to look off. that archive up. Yeah, you're gonna have to. It was it it was fan damn tastic. Let me tell you. Don't between um, me and you, don't go spreading this. But I I like that guy. Oh, Tommy is. Great. I like that guy a lot. Yeah, Tommy is. Tommy's a hard worker, and puts over people. And he kind of looks like, like Montez from Workaholics. Uh huh. Yep. Once it sinks in, that's the reaction from everybody. <laughs> Lord. Oh, I can't wait till Tommy hears this. Um. Oh, we just heard it. You know, I've said it. I've said it. Do it multiple times. <laughs> do you have any funny Josh Wheeler stories? Um. Oh man, have you guys heard the one about the keys? In the in the rider truck at Dragon Con? No. No. <laughs> Please do. Okay, hold on. I've got to tell the guys about this. They just asked me if I had any funny Josh Wheeler stories. So they're about to get the Dragon Con keys stories. Yep. Okay, so uh, Josh rented a ring to the people that run Dragon Con Wrestling in 2007. And, uh, you know, like it was a... It was a pretty big truck. Uh, so after the show, um, after the show, we went and got something to eat. Uh, but we had to park the truck in uh, just a uh, just regular like public parking lot, and Josh didn't pay to park. And Josh was stretched across like twelve twelve spaces. So <laughs> obviously, obviously, you see, this is not going to end well already. Which I tried yep. to tell him, I was like, dude, you're gonna have to pay for this. Like, it's not gonna end well. No, 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 it's fine. We'll, we'll we'll be in this restaurant for for an hour and then we'll be out. Well, we go into the restaurant, we eat, and Josh gets seafood, which uh apparently it didn't it didn't agree with his stomach that well. Uh so we're leaving the restaurant and as we're leaving, uh we get we get around the corner to where our hotel was and the truck is in the parking lot like right in front of the hotel. Um and the truck is now being attached to uh, a tow truck. Oh, <laughs> And uh, my bo- uh, Bobby Moore was with us, and Josh, his stomach is killing him. We're just trying to get like we we want to go to sleep. It's late, but we see the truck's getting lifted up, and we're like, dude, what are you going to do about this? And all he says is this: <laughs> nothing about the truck. The truck was not of a not a concern at this point in time. It, he looks at Bobby Moore and he says, "Bobby, take my keys. I've got a shit." 
and then he runs up to the hotel room, and, like, the truck got towed. We didn't get it until, like, one the next day. But, yeah, like, that's, that's the one Josh Wheeler story that pops out all the time. Um, yeah. And that's really well, all I can think of right now. So, like, take my keys. I got a shit. Like, that's that's the one story. That, that'd be a got, really awkward song title. Well, when you got to go, you got to go. You know, I don't. Apparently so. <laughs> Bad seafood and. You think you think you think the rider truck getting towed would have made his sphincter pucker just a little bit, so he wouldn't have had to shit and instead save the truck. Uh, evidently not. Maybe maybe him seeing it. Maybe maybe him seeing it just brought it on even worse. <laughs> he just had a Hank Hill moment. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> oh shit! No, literally. Oh shit! I've got a shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best story I think I've ever heard. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's Josh, funny. man. Yeah, Josh is a good guy. We love Josh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You, met, you mentioned something earlier, Chip, about publicity and 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 looking over uh, the indie landscape. What what is the biggest hurdle facing guys like yourself and your roommates, Adrian and Siler. What, what, what is, is it? Publicity? Is it self-promotion? What, what's, what's the biggest hurdle for you guys? I think it's, I think it's getting over your own shit. You know what I mean? Um, it's like in the last year, I've, I've had to battle this, this, this monkey on my back that was this, this doubt that I had of myself. Um, you know, like uh, I was in a tag team for a long time with Corey Hollis. Uh, we went everywhere. We were all over the place. And I'm, this is the first time I'm sharing this story with anybody uh, publicly. Um, Corey got a chance to go to Ring of Honor a lot, and uh, he was tagging with Mike Posey. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was, my whole thing was, you know, they've seen, they've seen Corey, they've seen Posey. What happens if I get there and I'm not as good as I think I am? What happens if I get there and they're like, oh, man, Posey's better than Chip? And then, like, I, I had to take that doubt and just just push it down. I had to swallow it, you know what I mean? You got to – Right. I've, I had to get past that. And, like, I think everybody has their own thing. Um, but for everybody on the indie scene, self-promotion is – I think that, I, think I lack that a lot because I don't – like, Adrian can – just get up and turn the camera on and get in front of it and talk for two minutes and it's gold. I've got to sit here for like two days trying to formulate what I want to say to somebody and then maybe it's passable by my mm-hmm. standards anyway. But I've, I'm I'm my own worst critic. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's I think it's getting over your own shit is what is what play is plaguing indie wrestling is. Uh, like that's that's the one thing standing in front of guys is just their own whatever their worst fear is about themselves, and that's it. Once you get past that, sky's the limit. I hear you, but that's that's just right. my opinion. Okay, um, who right now would you like to wrestle from a personal standpoint uh, that you think would just be cool to see how you would match up with? Uh, I've wanted to wrestle Johnny Gargano. For a really mm-hmm. long time, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I think me and him could tear it up. Um, 
recently I've wanted to wrestle uh, JT Dunn because I, I I like what he's doing. Uh, he's a really good talker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's got something about him. Uh, other guys that you know, like I always have fun wrestling Aaron Epic. Always have fun, and I think he's somebody that people look past a lot. Um, he's he's one of my one of my best friends. Uh, I've learned who who my friends are recently in this business as well. Um, he, he's somebody I can really call a friend, and he's he's awesome, man. Uh, there's so many more names. I haven't wrestled Adrian in over a year. I'd like to wrestle Adrian Armor again. I'd like to wrestle Silent Cross. I'd like to wrestle anybody that anybody wants me to wrestle. <laughs> uh, I love wrestling, and uh, if I can go if I can go anywhere and do what I love to do and meet some cool people and hang out with hang out with cool fans and and just have a good time, man, I'm all about it. It's uh, it's truly one of the coolest things in the world to do, and it's uh, it's a shame that not everybody sees that. Well, you know, and I, and I think a lot of times, and we we talked about this with a guest last week, you know, and about that self doubt and wanting to make sure that everything's right and everything's in place, you know, and and you know, if you had like, um, I, I don't know, like a like a PWX dream match for 2015, what would it be? Would it be Siler Cross? Who would it be? Oh man, you guys are gonna have to give me a second to sit on that. Wow, that's uh. If Brian's listening to this, if, if the team is listening to this, uh, he is. Oh, good and the good night. Uh, um. And the re- and the reason why I bring that up is is that, you know, love Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment and love everything that Josh is doing there. Josh is a great mm-hmm. guy. A lot of people were really excited to see you back in PWX. You know, making your way back up the East Coast. Uh, you know, just. You know, tremendous, tremendous talent. Don't sell yourself short because there are a lot of people that are tuning in now that know who Chip Day is and are behind Chip Day. You know, and, and you know that's that that's that's the God's honest truth. You know, we don't blow smoke or you know any of that other shit up your ass. You know, <laughs> Chip Day. People see the name on the bill, they know they're going to get a good match. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And I think. I think I've got an answer. I think okay. I've got that answer. You know, I've wrestled him. I wrestled him already once in 2014, but I don't think mentally. I don't think I was ready for the match. Mentally, I think I was in the wrong place, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't. I didn't. I'd kind of lost myself at that point uh, mm-hmm. to some personal stuff going on with me. But I think 2015 dream match at PWX would be me versus AJ Styles. You Ooh. versus AJ Styles. Me versus AJ Styles. I, that's that's it. That's it for me. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a shot. It's a it's a shot to show that I I can go, and it's a shot at redemption for myself. You know what I mean? So that's uh, yeah. That's AJ's the guy. Okay. All right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully 2015 will be the year, and uh, hopefully it'll be at uh, at PWX. You, know, you never know what's uh, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who's listening, and you never know what people are talking about. So, certainly, uh, certainly hope that comes to pass. What shows do you have coming up, Chip, that people can come out and see what we've been going on and on about? Uh, well, uh, Saturday I'm going to be wrestling in the great state of Indiana for the first time in four years. I'll be in Evansville. 
at CCW. Um, and then I've got a week off on the 7th and the 8th. Uh-huh. If anybody's listening that wants to see Chip Day in their town, you can get a hold of me on Facebook or Twitter or something. My email me, chipday88 at gmail.com. I take booking inquiries that way. Um, and then the <laughs> uh, 15th of November, I am in Canton, Georgia for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. And then what's other big stuff I've got coming up? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to Indiana in December. I'm going to Chicago in December. Um, awesome. I think I might be doing something December 27th, but I'm not quite sure yet. I've got to I've got to be talking to some people uh, and see what's up with that. But that's and then December 20th, I'm in in Canton again for AWE. So that's that's what I've got lined up right now. Uh, you know how wrestling is. Card subject to change. Yeah, I know, I know, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited because I'm going to get to see you November 30th uh, for PWX. Yeah, so yeah, I forgot I'll, to mention that as well. Yeah, I'll be, at, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be at that show, and we'll, we'll talk and say hello and take a picture and all that other cool shit. Awesome. So awesome. Uh, if yeah, people want to have my merch by then too, man. Maybe I'll have some T-shirts by then. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, if. It, if fans want to find you on social media, how do they do that, Chip? Um, on social media, uh, it's facebook.com slash chipday88. Uh, I don't have a fan page because I'm, I'm slacking on that. I might have my IT department whip me one up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm black, you don't have to whip me. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> my IT department, that. my IT our IT department is Adrian Armour because he's way more internet savvy than I could ever dream of being. Um, I hear you. But, yeah, I might get a fan page on Facebook soon with only about 11 likes. My Twitter handle. you don't get half likes. Yeah, yeah, half you know, likes. 11 and a half, 11.5 likes. If they added a dislike button, I'm sure that would be way, <laughs> way outweighing everything else. Um my Twitter handle is the most ridiculous thing of all time. It's at do underscore or underscore die eighty eight. Um, okay. I'm probably gonna change that soon because that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else? I have a YouTube channel, but I'm like bro science when they first started off, and I haven't really put any new videos up in forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to I need to work on that though, and that's uh, it's, I'm pretty sure that's do X or X die eighty eight because I didn't feel right because I didn't feel like having any continuity between any of my social media handles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it though. Um, okay, so I covered the Facebook, I covered the Twitter, I covered YouTube. Oh, I have a Vine as well. Okay. Chip day. Um, <laughs> um, I might be on the Eskimo Brothers database, the EBDB. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then, oh, what else is there? On there's the Instagram Chip Day eighty eight. Um, there's Google. You can just Google Chip Day's name. I'm pretty sure I've got something else. Hold on. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys. 
Tell me, you guys need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the Lethal Weapons. Okay. As well, because you'll have my partner's shirts. Y'all can pick up my partner's shirts, and I'm gonna have I'm we're, I'm gonna have my own shirts pop up on there as well, because we're all about we're all about teamwork and co-promotion right. here. So that's what's up, that and I'm that and it's easier just to get your shirt up on there with your friends than it is to open your own store. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, that's that's about the best way everybody can. They can find me in Starling City if they want. They just better not fail the city. Two completely different characters, dog. The last thing that we ask all of our guests to do, Chip, is we ask them to record a little bump for us, if you would. If you could say something like, this is Chip F and Day, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show, or some variation of that. It would be cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can go whenever you're ready. All right. This is Chip F and Day, and you're listening to Live from the Armory with Bunkhouse Bob and Laura. Chip, thank you very much for being with us awesome. tonight, man. We had fun. Thank you guys for having me. All right. We hope to. Uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you in. Uh, see you in November. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Chip. Y'all have a good night. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. And there goes Chip. What a cool guy. Chip F and Day. Chip F and Day. Guy like it. Had a lot of fun with him. Really liked him. Really liked him a lot. Look forward to look forward to meeting him. Um Yeah, I, you don't you don't love him. He is he's the real deal. <clears throat> he he really is. He's very humble and um you know, just absolutely, he was absolutely amazed that we wanted him to be on the show. And, you know, he's a great guy. Can't say enough yep. things about you. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I want to go on and announce next week's guest for you folks. Next week on the show, we're going to have Drake Tungsten on the show. And we're also going to have from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and Santino Brothers and uh, – did a little work in uh, TNA as well. We're going to have Peter Avalon. Pretty Peter Avalon will be on the show with us next week. We we're uh, really excited to have those Hashtag two on. Hashtag Peter sucks. Hashtag Peter sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look forward to having both of them on. Folks, we'd really thank, like to thank you for uh, listening to us, downloading the episodes, going back through, checking out the archives. We've got... Tons of interviews in the archives from Cedric Alexander, Caleb Conley, Sassy Steph, Cliff Compton. Go and uh, go and check our website. The easiest way to find our website is uh, go to our Twitter address at From the Armory. We'd like to thank uh, FNXNetwork.com. We'd also like to thank Strong Style Life Clothing uh, for being a part of our program. Laura, do you have anything you want to add? Do we want to announce this or not? No. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything to add then. Uh, so only, the only thing I'd like to say is thank you to everybody for listening, and I've gotten some great tweets, and um, we're all looking forward to um, WrestleCade weekend, uh, Bob getting to see PWX for the first time, uh, me getting to meet Bob, because every time I see people, people ask me, well, what's Bob like? 
I really don't know because I've never met him. And that just blows people's minds that I've never met you. But you live in Louisiana. I live in Virginia, so you do the math, folks. <laughs> no. Long but distance. Thank you Long so distance. much. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for supporting us. We c- we could not do this without you guys. If it weren't for you guys, Bob and I would just be sitting here talking, just to be talking. So thanks a lot. We appreciate it. What uh, you know, we'll we'll let a little bit of the cat out of the bag. Not a lot. A little bit. Not a lot. Okay. What Laura was alluding to just a few moments ago. We had talked several weeks ago about a live from the armory wrestling show t-shirt folks we are very 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 close very close to that shirt how close you ask let's say lore within the next 24 hours yep should be okay should be within the next 24 hours watch for tweets on our twitter address at from the armory Watch for a post from both Laura's Facebook page and my Facebook page. Very, very close. Very close. Patience is a virtue. And I certainly hope I don't have to give you the definition of what virtue is. Do I? Thank you for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter at from the armory and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 if you like what you hear Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.